Okay, good morning. Please help yourself to a coffee and donuts. Welcome back to 10 Minutes of Meaning, 10 Minutes to a Better Version of Ourselves, generously sponsored, anonymously, Zechanishmas Alter Shlomo Ben Pinchas. We remain very grateful to our anonymous sponsors. Also, sponsored in memory of Esther Tehillabas, Rav Gavriel Pinchas, Esti Maskots, obviously the Maskots family remains very, very much in our hearts, on our minds, and in our tefillos. We are on the 22nd chapter of Mesilis Hashem, the Ramchal has been talking to us all the way nearly towards the end of the Sefer about one of the most important character traits. So critical, so core, so important, and yet so difficult, so he reserves speaking about it almost until the end. And that is the Mida of Anava, of Anivas, of humility, and of modesty. Genuine, real, authentic, not fraudulent counterfeit, not posturing, not humble bragging, but real. And the Ramchal des- describes that real modesty, real humility, takes two forms. One b'machshava, one b'maisa. One is the way that we think. We think about ourselves, the way we process everything happening around us, whether we believe the hype, whether we build the hype, whether we contribute to the hype. B'machshava. What do we think? What do we believe about ourselves? How do we interact with the world around us? How do we interpret the world around us? And then the second is b'maisa, which we'll get into in a moment. And in machshava, the Ramchal says... How could you possibly grow arrogant? How could you possibly have pride with whatever accomplishment or achievement, with whatever breakthrough or growth you have? You also know where you come up short. You know, maybe nobody else does, other than you and the Almighty, but we know, we know who we are and what we struggle with. We know where we come up short and how we fail. We know how human and fallible we are. We discussed last week, Rav Dan Segel in his commentary points out the Gemara that who's rich? Somebody who's based Akise is next to a Shilchan. Meaning that even while you're indulging in delicacies, you know you're going to have to go to the Beis Akise. You're a human being. Even the moment of tasting wealth and opulence, we're humbled and reminded. The bathroom is the great equalizer. Nobody is above it. Nobody doesn't need it. Nobody hasn't ever once felt the urgency of it when you're not in a convenient place near it. And so who's an Asher? Real wealth is to even while we're indulging in the Ashiras of the Shulchan, to nevertheless stay mindful even in that moment of the Beis HaKisei. The Beis HaKisei, that all of us are human, we put our pants on one leg at a time, everybody needs a bathroom. Any virtue we acquire, any accomplishment or achievement, anything good that we do, is nothing less than a divine act of benevolence. It's Hashem's graciousness and kindness. He gives us the physical strength, He gives us the wisdom, the skill set, He gives us the opportunity, and the invitation. Even though he's by his nature a physical makeup, lowly and shameful. We're shuffle v'nivzad ma'od. The truth is we're all future worm food. We're all finite and mere mortals. We all have shortcomings and failures. And anything we have, Hashem positioned us. He graciously and benevolently invited us to take advantage of that opportunity. So all we should ever do is feel gratitude. I forgot which one of Malcolm Gladwell's books he talks about. I think it was Bill Gates. I haven't hazarded any of that in a while. But I think it was Bill Gates who grew up near a university that had one of the earliest computers. And he was curious as a kid and because I think his parents maybe were on staff. He had access and opportunity to fiddle with and play with the computer from a very young age. And that led him down the path and the career of, of course, Bill Gates and Microsoft and Microsoft. So Bill Gates could look around today and say, I'm a billionaire, Microsoft. It's in countless computers around the world, as big as Apple is. 
Bill Gates and Microsoft still far surpass and outnumber, then he could say, it's all me. I'm brilliant, and I'm a brilliant business mind, a strategic thinker, and a programmer, and a coder. And, or he could look back at his life and say, who said I needed to be born to those parents and live in that location and be adjacent to that university and have access at that time? How many others were curious but couldn't pursue the curiosity and therefore remained curious and never ever invented or created anything? Just one small example, but each of us in our own lives, whatever we have, whatever we've done, should look at and say to ourselves, if I weren't born to those parents in this place and in that time, I weren't given these blessings and talents and skills, so I'm going to take pride? It's me? I should be prideful and arrogant? We really shuffle the nivzad ma'od. The truth is we're all mere mortals and we're all finite, and anything we have and anything we've done, we've put in our effort, we should be proud of the initiative we took, we made the most of what we were given, we quoted Duran, who says that we should realize, don't say kochi v'otsam yadi, but say, it's our koach that we used, but he's the one who gives us that koach. What is this similar to? Imagine there's somebody can't afford, they can't afford a meal, they can't afford clothing, they can't afford tuition. Then someone kindly, graciously, generously pays for them, gives them money. What, are they going to walk around and show off about that meal? They're going to walk around and flex about their child's tuition is paid for? They're going to walk around and flaunt the clothing they're wearing that they were gifted and given through the generosity of another? Of course not. They're going to graciously accept it, receive it with humility and gratitude and not be prideful. Same is true for any individual. If your eyes are open and you could see that what we have any virtue, talent, skills, opportunities, it's all from Hashem. Kinyin Shamar David HaMelech, Ma Ashiv Lashem, Kol Tagmulohi Alai. That's what David HaMelech says in Tehillim. How can I possibly repay Hashem for all of His kindness He did for me? All that kindness, whoever I am, whatever I have, yes, I work hard. Yes, we have to realize the potential. Yes, we have to take the gifts and run with them. But we would be nothing, we would have nothing if not for Him. So, when our mind races to start believing what other people say, you're right. When our mind races to think that the honor that we're getting, we're due. When our mind races to want honor or to want recognition or to want attention, to stop and say, what am I kidding? I know the other part of me that nobody sees. I know how fallible. I know my struggles. I know my failures. I know my weaknesses. And I know that whatever I have, it's only a gift and it's on loan. It's not permanent and it could disappear any moment. So I'm gonna be prideful, I'm gonna be arrogant, gotta walk around humble. And maybe he says to Ramchal, maybe you're listening to this, or you're reading this and you say to yourself, ah, I don't have to worry about this. I'm a humble person, that temptation never comes to me, never crosses my mind. I'm not worried that I'm going to stumble in this way. So the Ramchal quickly draws up countless examples of great people, great, great people in our own tradition who stumbled. Nechemia ben Chachalia. Amr Zechron Levrach Ligmar Sanhedrin says, Neymalo Nikra Sifra Al Shemo. Why is the book not written with his name? Some prophets, some great leaders have books named for them. Why not Nechemia ben Chachalia? So, Mibnei Shehechzik Tovala Atzmo. Because he, uh, he took credit for himself. 
He took credit for himself. And Chizkiah said about him, in Yeshaya, regarding the lack of peace, it was bitter for me. Anyone who wants to take the credit for himself. You know, I forget who said this, but it's amazing what can you accomplish when no one needs to take the credit. It's an amazing what people can accomplish when no one needs to take the credit. You have a committee, you have a group of people, you have concerned citizens, you have members of a keilah, And when no one's vying for the credit, it's amazing what could be accomplished. But the person who wants their name in lights, person who wants the credit, person who wants to be the uh, leader, tolum b'schos acherim. Dafka, you pursue kavod, it runs away from you. You pursue credit, the credit's given to someone else. Harilach ha'shein la'adam afil ha'chzik tov la'atzma tov osav. So what do you see from here? Don't take credit for the good things that you even did. You did something positive. You did something good. You don't do it for the credit. You don't need the credit. Don't be conceited. Don't be arrogant. Ego shouldn't be inflated as a result. Says Ramchal, these great leaders, Avram, Moshe, Aaron, David, these great leaders, they were great inside and out, through and through. So they had to struggle to not actually take credit for their greatness. But we shouldn't even be tempted. Our struggle should be so much less because we're not great. We're not great. When we're honest with ourselves, when we look in the mirror, when we have self-awareness, we realize we're not close to great. We're nothing should be nothing. So we should less be tempted. We should have a less of a temptation to struggle to ever think that we should take credit. Pick up with this next time. But you read this Adoros. The smartest, greatest person today would have been the lowliest, nothing person of yesterday. So we're going to grow arrogant. We're going to have our ego inflated, it's absurd. It's delusional. All you have to do is have a little self-awareness. All a person has to do is be a little bit honest with themselves and they will never be tempted, will never be tempted by a sense of arrogance or pride, will be able to leave with anivas. It sounds so simple, but it's so hard. And that's why it's Perak Chav Beis. It's chapter 22, it's the end of the Sefer. Because you have to learn Zahiris and Zerizas and Nikias and Tara. You have to learn all these other qualities to be able to really have a self-awareness to really understand our place and to truly credit Hashem. Pick up with next time, 845, living with Amuna. Stay happy, stay healthy, and stay holy.